0: David Clark, the People's Sheriff. All right, so too many of us on the right went for the Democrat head fake following the Orlando terror massacre. The other one that, that, that I didn't mention, that Inspector General's report was very damning on Mrs. Bill Clinton. We were just starting to get into that too, and then we went for the cheese, we went for the head fake. Because, like I said, you got to think strategically here. The Democrats don't want us talking about their flawed candidate. All right, so let's talk about Donald Trump and his quest to become the next president of the United States. I've said it here, I'll say it again. He is going to be the next president of the United States. Short of some catastrophic failure on his part. And it just you know, I've heard heard people when I say people, let me let me be specific. The conservative pundits and some liberal pundits talking about he has to pivot toward the general election. They're still using the language and the model of the traditional candidate of what of people like Mitt Romney, Bob Dole, John McCain. And see, the only language that the pundits know is the typical model. Well, here's what a candidate should do. And Donald Trump has defied all of that, and he won the nomination. But the GOP establishment, i.e., the donor class and the party elites, and the media elites, continue to wage the primary battle. Is there any wonder why Donald Trump can't pivot toward the general election? The GOP establishment, the RNC establishment, is still trying to deny Donald Trump the nomination. How can he pivot toward the general election when he has to fend off these people who are still waging the primary battle. Here's something. This is from Rasmussen. 66% of GOP voters think most top Republicans don't want Trump to be president. Despite Donald Trump's record turnout in this year's primary, most Republican voters are convinced that their party's leaders don't want him to get elected. And they're right. Here's another one from Rasmussen. GOPers far more critical of party leaders than Democrats are. Though, though Though there's been voter anger toward the leaders of both major political parties in this year's highly contentious presidential primary season, Republican voters are far more likely than Democrat voters to say their party bosses are out of touch with the voter base. The fact that they're still waging this thing to try to deny Donald Trump the nomination is evidence of that. The voters are right. The voters get us. I've said from the very beginning, one of the problems with the establishment is they're disconnected from the voters. And they still don't see it that way. You know, they're still holding these these high-level meetings, the, uh, the donors gathered A bunch of uh, uh, the insiders and establishment people for retreat and trying to figure out uh, ways to deny Donald Trump the nomination. And then you have people like Paul Ryan, who's still out there, who's still waffling. I'll tell you what, I have no patience for wafflers. Make a decision, damn it. And once you make it, live with it. Paul Ryan said he was going to support Donald Trump for the nomination. Now, here's a story from Political, and I don't, I don't go to them much. They love this stuff. It says Ryan huddles with anti-Trump donors, big money givers, convene in Palm Beach, weighing what to do about Trump. Folks, this he, he's 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 almost or he's above fifteen hundred. He only needed twelve thirty-seven. Here, House Speaker Paul Ryan, this is what the article says. Met Thursday night at a pricey French restaurant. Here with some of the party's biggest donors to assess a political landscape. Dominated by one vexing question, what to do about Donald Trump. Here's what to do about Donald Trump. Support him, stop attacking him, and start attacking Mrs. Bill Clinton. That's what to do about Donald Trump. It goes on to say the dinner was a highlight of a secret two-day conclave convened under heavy security by a donor group headed by New York hedge fund manager Paul Singer that is being viewed as a pivotal moment for the big-money effort to block Donald Trump from the Republican presidential nomination. And yet the conservative media, who does not like Trump, the ones who don't, are saying, well, he has to pivot toward the general election. How can he when you're still sniping at his heels? You're still trying to cut his tires. He has to fend you guys off. You've heard me say this is an act of political suicide. These people at this conclave, they should be put on suicide watch. This is self-destructive behavior. This will ensure a Mrs. Bill Clinton presidency. How many times have I said, put your country first, you never-Trumpers. Put your country first. It says, sources familiar with the gathering said it was not intended to rally a last-ditch anti-Trump cabal. And that, in fact, there was a diversity of opinions represented among the donors in attendance. Some seem open to supporting Trump if he he wins the nomination. That's just a formality in Cleveland. As long as they don't engage in hijinks and chicanery to deny him the nomination. He goes on to say, while others are backing his remaining rivals, Ted Cruz and John Kasich, they're not rivals anymore, they dropped out. This stuff is fascinating. How they just continue to be in denial. Scott Walker, Governor of Wisconsin, a friend of mine, the other day put out a comment that GOP delegates should vote their conscience. That's cold language. For the hell with the rules. I think there's an integrity gap when you talk like that. You know, I'm always hearing about conservative principles. I know what a principle conservative is. A principle conservative is one who, when they give their word, they keep it. Scott Walker said he would back the eventual nominee. He said that before Donald Trump reached 1237. Then he went on to say, well... I said uh, uh, the nominee after the convention, like, uh, you know, this still might not happen that Trump gets a nomination. This is wishful thinking. When the heck did these so-called conservatives lose their integrity? This is staggering. Coming up in the next segment, I'm going to read another piece by Walter Heyer. He is a former transgender, and he's come up with uh, some new information, some new numbers, some new data, some new studies and research on um, the fact that transgender persons really suffer from some mental disorders. It's not physiological, and it's not biological. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network.